Hello, and welcome to the podcast with Suzanne and Amy, brought to you by Homeschool Life Magazine. I'm Suzanne, and I am sick. Poor Suzanne. <laughs> yeah. The sore throat, everything. We were all set to do our podcast this morning, and Suzanne sent me a little email and said, I feel like maybe I shouldn't do the whole podcast because when I woke up this morning, I couldn't actually talk. (laughs) Yeah, it turns out to be something that's required for podcasting. Yeah, and one of the few uh, legitimate excuses for getting out of a podcast. But uh, but I'm glad that your voice is on its way to coming back. And we thought that it would be fun instead of just canceling the podcast to talk a little bit about this situation, which pops up not just for podcasting, but also a lot in homeschooling, which is what do you do when somebody gets sick? Yeah. Yeah. So so now it's easy because my kids are older. You were just talking about I have three teenagers and an 11-year-old in my house. So now I just go to bed and ask them to bring me things. <laughs> I'm going to get a bell. I The bell is underrated. I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> a lot of the Victorian trappings we've gotten rid of, we're better off without. But I miss the bell. The bell's pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So my favorite, one of my favorite commercials, I think it's for NyQuil. And it's got one with a mom and one with a dad. I don't know if you've seen it and like this guy and he's all sniffly and pathetic and sneezing and he knocks on the door and he's like, you know, I'm sorry, Bob, I'm really going to have to take a sick day tomorrow. I just, I just can't keep going. And they, they turn around, they pan the camera around and there's a baby in the crib looking bewildered and and it's, it's dads don't take sick days. And then they have one for moms too. And I just, I just relate to that so hard because most of the time I can appreciate how lucky I am to be in a position where I can homeschool and I can do this and be home with my kids. But man, homeschoolers do not get sick days. And I, I am maybe just a little bit bitter about that. Well, what, what do you do when you have a sick day? Do you just close up shop really and just say, I'm going to be in my room. Summon me if the house catches on fire. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you know, so when the kids are, so when the kids are really little, right. Um, and you can't really take a sick day and really sick day and really go back to bed. Um, I don't know. I used to go back and forth about will I be more. I can't really go back to bed because I have a toddler in the house or whatever. So is it more miserable for me to like be up and not doing anything with the kids so they're running around or they've got a PBS kids show on that I can't stand, or should I just go ahead and homeschool them where at least we're doing something? which I have to be awake for anyway. Uh, so I went back and forth. I went, I went back and forth a lot, but it's, I did, I did end up, if I wasn't well, then I would end up just calling it and saying, that's it guys. I can't, I can't do it. And for me, it was more, it was less about how I was feeling physically and more about whether I had the energy for the emotional side of it, the cheerleading side. Right. Cause we've talked about that before about being the person whose job it is to be like, all right, guys, time to go homeschool. Um, And so really it depended on whether I could do that. And if I couldn't, I would tell the kids, that's it, we're calling it. And then they would have that reaction of they're really happy, right? Because they've got like a snow day all of a sudden. But they're trying not to act too happy because that would be rude because mom's sick. And also because mom might get annoyed and decide that they have to do some work anyway. So, yeah, 
And then as they got older, I would say, okay, just go down and do your math or something that they could do independently, and then you're done for the day. How about you? Pretty much the same. Um, We do so much reading aloud and reading together that Mm -hmm. if I'm not, if my sickness does not come with a terrible, terrible headache, um, if there's a headache, it's just all bets are off. I, I don't do well with headaches. Um, then I'll probably do the reading parts of our homeschool, but I don't try to do any structured lessons when I don't feel well. Like I would never try to do math with my daughter when I didn't feel well. Right. Because I find that when I am sick, um, I have learned from feeling very, very bad about my mothering skills at the end of a day (laughs) (laughs) that I have a lot less patience and a lot more snappiness when I don't feel well. And that doesn't really make for a happy homeschool day. So like you, I'll say, okay, well, why don't you go and do this? And then you're done. Yeah. So I feel like we're doing something. Exactly. I'll go curl up with some hot tea and some Dorothy Sayers and try to have minimal human contact until I feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's um, exactly right. Yeah, it it is crazy though because you're not you're not off. I remember the luxury of having sick days when I worked, and you could just like curl up in bed and watch trashy television all day. I and know it's definitely not like that when you're homeschooling. <laughs> it really, it really isn't. And then of course the kids don't really get sick days either because they can't go anywhere. Um, we used to, I mean, you know, we, so the other kids are all kind of like, if, if one of the kids gets sick, since I had four of them, the other three are all kind of hovering around like, oh, gosh, you know, so-and-so doesn't feel well. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't do lessons today. <laughs> um, they're really sweet around that kind of thing. It's so and considerate. I know it is, but it, it's a, it was entirely the age. Like, if a little kid was sick, like if the two-year-old is sick, who's not homeschooling anyway, or the three-year-old is sick, and they kind of need your attention, right? They, they want mom right there with them the whole time. So then we'd have to call homeschooling so that I could devote my full attention to whichever kid is sick. But um, as the kids got older, you can tuck one, you know, I'd, I'd leave one upstairs in my room with a TV and, um, and tuck them in, and then I'd go downstairs and do homeschooling with the other kids who felt very aggrieved that they had to homeschool when somebody got out of it. Right. Um, although they were pretty good about not, I, I tended to try to believe them when they said they weren't feeling well, because they were pretty good about not trying to get out of homeschool that way. Well, and I mean, I am kind of of the opinion that as long as it's not a sort of systemic problem, I don't have a problem with, with kids, I guess, ca- calling in sick, saying, you know what? I do not feel like doing homeschool today. I just want to lay around and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely, well, mental health day. You take a mental health day. Health day. Um, I think that's okay. But, you know, we do that so often. <laughs> and partly it's because there's more people, right? So if, I'm, if I've got the four kids at home, which right. I don't have anymore, but if there's five of us. So for one of the five of us, something could be happening that could make homeschool change up. There could be a doctor's appointment. There could be somebody could be not feel well. There could be a birthday. We could call homeschool for birthday. So, you know, I tried, I tried not to miss too many days because I missed a lot. Um, and I didn't do pregnancy well. So I was homeschooling through two pregnancies and I don't know. I don't remember much about those nine months. I probably was just, I think I, I remember lying on the couch with PBS kids going, 
and just having children run around me in circles. So we did not get a lot of homeschooling done done during the two pregnancies very early on. I'm impressed that you got any done, honestly. I, I can't imagine trying to homeschool and being pregnant at the same time. Yeah, I'm not, like I said, I don't have a lot of memories, so. <laughs> but the kids were young, and it's so it's a much more forgiving setup when the kids are yes, young. Yes, but it's certainly not easier because, <coughs> I mean, it's the feeding them all day, nonstop. Right. That's crazy. That's true. That was the thing about homeschooling when we started that surprised me the most is how much people ate and how they ate all day long. Yeah, I couldn't walk into the kitchen. There's a certain age I couldn't walk into the kitchen without a child would appear from nowhere and be like, are you going to eat something? Are you going to, can I have something? If you're going to have something, can I have something? And I would just, I think I just one point set of rules. Like, you cannot talk to me if I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone, bitch, yeah. Um, I, uh, speaking of uh, sick days where you just want to take the day off, um, are you a Tom Robbins fan? I haven't ever read any Tom Robbins, actually. No, Jason loves Tom Robbins, but I, I love this story about him. Um, many years ago, he worked for a newspaper in Seattle. And um, one day he woke up and he was like, you know what? I feel well today. I don't think I can go into work. I don't think I can go into work ever again. So, so he called them up and he said, oh, gosh, sorry, I, I can't come into work today. I can't come into work anymore because, um, because I'm well. I'm well. I'm all better now. Thanks. So I like the idea of calling in, I guess, better than calling in sick. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I always used to hoard my sick days when I was when I was working, when I had a real job and had sick days, because I have I have um, I have a couple of chronic illnesses. I have severe asthma. So um, and it's under control now. But there was a you know, there's points in my life where it hasn't been. And I, I just kind of knew anyway, just in general, that I was going to use every last sick day. So, um, and, and usually use some vacation days as sick days by the end of the year. That's what I was doing. And then on top of that, dealing with kind of, um, anxiety issues with anxiety and depression, I lose time because of that too. So I think that's, you know, that's, that's interesting as a homeschooler, as a mom, trying to know when you call it, right? Because like with asthma and both asthma and depression, it doesn't necessarily come on strong. Like it starts small. So it's like, okay, do I ignore how I'm feeling right now and go on and try to get another day in the bank? Or, you know, do I, do I take this point to say, okay, I'm starting to not feel well. I'm going to rest now and then hopefully feel better tomorrow. And that's something that I, that I still really struggle with about, you know, where to kind of call it, um, personally with some of my chronic stuff that I've got going on. Well, yeah, because it's, it's hard. It's, you feel guilty, whatever you do, I think. Right. I, I mean, I think that is like the condition of motherhood. It, that's motherhood. You feel guilty, whatever you do. <laughs> but, on um, a t-shirt. but yeah, it is, it is really hard and, and it, and it, it can be so, so difficult. And I mean, I, I find that I run into that problem sometimes, like, am I, am I doing enough? But you know that my solution is to just never stop doing school. I feel like as long as we're doing it all year, even if we take a lot of days off, we're okay. (laughs) That's true. And that's a good point. But what happened when our house, I would just say, oh, we're going to do some summer homeschooling. And it got to the point where the kids were just like, yeah, right. Because we never did. 
we just never, we just never got, we just never got around to it. Well, I think you make a really good point that it's a lot harder the more kids you have. I mean, yeah. there's, there's so many different interests and needs on any given day. Right. And depending on the age they're at, you know, what directions, everybody, what extracurricular they've got going on, what different directions they want to go in, you know, and, and I, in my experience was that there was certainly, um, there was certainly a period when they were younger where they were excited about homeschooling and they, they would come and get me in the morning and say, mom, mom, time for lessons. And then there was definitely, I want to say it's right around third grade, although that seems late, but where they had so many other things they would rather do than do homeschooling. So all of that went away. And that's a tough year <laughs> when you're making that transition. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah I, my kids have never come to me and said, let's do school. <laughs> well, you started, you started when they were a little bit older or when, when my daughter, was, daughter was a little older. But my son started, you know, he is, he is not a fan of, of the school. Right. You know, he, he's, he's a challenge for me. I, as you know, always loved school and this has nothing to do with sick days, but I, I love school and reading and everything to do with those things. And I, I find it challenging to have a kid who is really resistant to them a lot of the time. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of it is, is genuinely, I just don't want to do that. How much of it is being a kid and having freedom to pick other things and other things are more fun. How much of it is just that he secretly wants to torture me <laughs> for being I would go with that. Mother. I just assume. I just assume. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I'm sorry that you're not feeling well today. I, I, think I know. It's I have no idea what I've been saying. I didn't make any notes. I'm just up here rambling. You know, lots of over-the-counter medication. I hope that um, your children are going to take good care of you and be very nice to you today. That's great. Thank you. I will tell them that you said that. <laughs> uh, before we close out, I wanted to talk about, give us a little word from our sponsors, because I'm actually very excited about this episode's sponsor. It's our first Homeschool 101 weekend boot camp, led by my croaky-voiced co-host here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Suzanne has always been my go-to person for questions about homeschooling, so believe me when I say there is no better person to get you started on the road to happy homeschooling than the fabulous Suzanne Resident. Suzanne! Yay! Uh, the Homeschool 101 Weekend Boot Camp runs from August 5th through the 8th in Homeschool Life's online classroom, and it will cover everything from how to talk to your mother-in-law about homeschooling to how to figure out what you should be teaching, to how to build a social network for your kids. It's going to be a really great workshop, and registration is open now on the Homeschool Life website, so sign up. And if you have questions or ideas for topic-specific workshops you'd like to see in the future, I don't know, like teaching middle school or homeschooling math or anything, chime in and let us know, because we're very interested in setting up things that people want to attend. That's right, and I'm sure I'll be able to talk real soon. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great workshop. Yes, yes, right. I think so too. Um, well, thanks for joining us for this special six-day episode <laughs> of the podcast with Suzanne and Amy, brought to you by Homeschool Life Magazine. As soon as Suzanne gets her voice back, we'll be recording our next regular episode where we'll be talking about the questions that people always ask homeschoolers, specifically questions about curriculum about Joe Walton's book, Tooth and Claw, about which we have thoughts, 
with a capital yeah. T, and some other topics that we will think are very, very interesting. Suzanne, feel better? We'll Thank you. Later. All right, bye.